Hi there, you're tuned in to Pedro Pascal, a bi-weekly celebration of the actor Pedro Pascal, where we explore his filmography and how some of his greatest performances came to be. I'm Rachel. And I'm Katrina. And this week, we're welcoming our new guest to talk about the 2018 the equ- film, <laughs> The Equalizer 2, starring Denzel Washington and Pedro Pascal in the follow-up to the hit film, The Equalizer. Welcome to the pod, Ashley Newby. Hey. Hi. <laughs> How you so, doing? Ashley, I'm good. How are you guys? Good. Good. Hi. I watched The Equalizer recently. How about you? I haven't watched the first one. <laughs> oh, I watched oh my gosh. both because you're I not the only one. Journey. <laughs> oh, I watched. Am I the only one who watched the first one as well? Yeah. Well, yeah. Listen, the I first one has hot one. David Harbor, so like, I'll give you that. And he's a okay. Boston accent because I didn't realize they were in Boston until like two thirds of the way through that first movie. <laughs> I'd be. Um, but Ashley. <laughs> Why don't you tell our lovely, lovely listeners a little bit about yourself? Um, my name is Ashley. I live in LA. Um, I'm a manager at a movie theater right now. Uh, I work in Santa Monica, and I've seen all of Pedro's filmography, every single bit. Wow. Yeah. She has. Ashley is my go-to when I'm in the middle of something. I'm just like, Ashley. I'm watching this thing and she's like it's taking you eight years and like yes, everything does <laughs> Narcos is the one that I just can't I just like I consumed that in probably two weeks mm-hmm. I'm just I'm taking my time I don't you sound like my mother you know okay. it's getting you're treating it she's treating it like a fine wine you know yeah. and like, I don't normally treat wine that way I drink wine quickly I'm treating this show like I should treat my wine glasses all right, I'll give you that. <laughs> but uh, so, Katrina, how are how are you? This is our little check in section. I've decided. <laughs> yeah, we're just we're just checking in on each other. No, I'm doing uh, I'm doing pretty good. It's a really busy month. By the time this episode out, is out, uh, my company will have released its second game of the year uh, called Massmaker VR. So if you have a VR headset, there is a good chance you can play Massmaker today as you're listening to this. Um, so there's that and just like a whole bunch of other wild and wacky things going on in this life. So yeah, I'm really excited to be here talking about this wild little action movie. Yeah, That's a nice way to put it. Crazy. Yeah. Um, I, I, I meant when Ashley was talking about herself, I meant to say she is the, while I love this movie very much, Ashley got me beat t- time and time over. Um, she's the four. I don't, I don't know what word I'm looking for, but she is the expert on all things Knives Out. And I didn't realize I did this. I'm, dr- I'm drinking out of my, again, I don't know my left or my right. Oh, um, I love it. I'm drinking out my little Knives Out mug, and I, I guess I did it subconsciously for Ashley. I love I it. I appreciate that. Well, it's also as big as my face. Um, but yeah. As it should be. Yeah, as a good mug should be. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, so wonderful, lovely listeners of Padro Pascal. Let's get into news and what's yeah. happening. So uh, the most recent news that I wrote about and loved it with all my good old heart, Gabriel Luna was cast as uh, oh. Tommy. 
Ryan was like, brother, 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 was cast as Tommy in The Last of Us for HBO, and it was really cute because him and Pedro just kept being like, Texas, so on cute. Twitter. Um, <laughs> to which I realized that I, much like myself, because I am from three different places, <laughs> Pedro Pascal's like, how does this apply to me? I'm going to just say I'm from that place yeah. in that moment to make it apply to me. And I appreciate yeah. that. I love that. I love when people are that way. I don't feel Every as crazy. I, I have also lived in like several different places and I was just like, what do you mean you're from Texas? Whatever. I kind of get that because whenever like, you know, I've, I grew up in Miami so that when, whenever Miami is being talked about in a positive light, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm I claim Miami. that. And then when it's like not being talked about in a positive light, I'm like, oh no, no, no I'm from New York. Yeah. From well, yeah. Well, <laughs> Make like, it I'm, work for you. I'm from yeah. Pittsburgh. Which is actually like I'm from about forty minutes outside of Pittsburgh, but I hate my hometown, so I'm like I'm from Pittsburgh. And the only time I claim it is if like Michael Keaton or Jeff Goldblum are being spoken about. Then I'm like, yeah, I'm from Pittsburgh, but like, and then I'm from California, <laughs> and then I'm like, well, then I went to school in North Carolina, but I don't really claim that, and now I live in New York, so I get it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, Texas, sure, sure. <laughs> Those yeah. rules, I love it. Texas Makes sense. boys. Well, and those characters are from Texas, so I really, I doubly mm -hmm. loved it. I was like, yay! Yeah. I've never even been there, but yay! Texas! <laughs> Clear eyes, floors, can't lose. I love for. Oh my God. I'm, You're not I'm, wrong. Yeah. <laughs> on on the um on the uh, the Last of Us side, uh, as someone who's surprised that we're getting a reboot, um, because I thought that was the last of it. Uh, I there's like a reboot of the game coming up, so it makes me wonder if like are they gonna continue with like the old body models they use, or like are, are they gonna bring in like the cast from the movie, or oh, like, what's what the deal? What is the deal there? So I have no idea about that. Yeah, so they're doing the reboot of it, but like also from what I've I said what I've read. I've literally written about this, and I'm, I'm my brain's like, no, you didn't, but I did. What I look to you about? for sources of all my news. I actually don't listen to the news. I only yeah. read your Twitter feed. What? Thank you. <laughs> so, what Neil Druckmann said was that the game and the show are like they come from the same source material, but the show is going to have different storylines and different things in it. So I don't know if they would just because they are still keeping them kind of separate. Mm, but okay. I don't know. Uh, because he said that it's like, don't worry if you've played the game. Like, the show's going to have things that you don't know. And right. Stuff. So, who's to say? Um, I'm excited either way. Yeah. I'm excited about it. The Last of Us is the one I'm the most excited. Well, okay. I'm so sorry. That is a lie. That's Hello. A lie. <laughs> I love Succession. So that is not the most, it's not the HBO show that I'm like, and Barry. I like HBO <laughs> shows, but I'm, th that is the new HBO show that I'm most excited about. Yeah, yeah. I had to clarify, because I like Succession very, way too much. I'm very excited about it. Uh, I've already hey. talked about my history on this show with The Last of Us. So I'm I'm very I'm thrilled to see the adaptation, like getting so much care uh, when it comes to the cast. I think there's a lot of thought being put into for sure who's being chosen for this yeah yep <laughs> love it very much Kelly. um also i this is i did a really good job on this segment i should have looked up 
what the award show was. Ashley, do you know what award show he just did with the leather jacket? No, I can look it up. Hang on. Uh, because I just <laughs> I just wrote Pedro <laughs> presented an award and award show in a leather jacket surrounded by books. Um, it was the BAFTAs, right? No, no he good. presented BAFTAs at the BAFTAs. Was the, was the, oh, the BAFTAs. Was the, this is yeah. my motion. Artios Awards? Yes, thank you. So he presented this. Oh, and, and he did the BAFTAs. Yeah. The BAFTAs, it was, it, he was in Louboutins, and all of his fans are calling them Louis Vuittons. Mm. And I was like, I, my favorite thing about his BAFTAs look was, like, his hairstyle was just kind yes. of like, well, this works. This it works. A, it's yeah. good. I woke up like this, and it works. It was a real, like, I did I did all of this other stuff to get ready. This was not happening. And yeah. I, this, I was this counts as a hairstyle. And you know what? I can I can relate to that. Sometimes I roll out of bed and I'm like, yeah, I can go into a meeting like this. I can go into mm -hmm. a Zoom. Like My this. hair is never done. I'm like, a, yeah. I, I appreciate when you're like, nope. The only reason I have this bun is because my friend said one time she saw Marissa Tomei do it. And I was like, all right. This is my fancy look. Why not? Marissa Tomei did it one time. Um, but yeah, I respected it. Uh, but then he also presented at the Artos Awards with uh, some books. Yeah. Beautiful. We we love Pedro Pascal surrounded by books. And if I'm not if I am not mistaken, this is the same Dolce and Gabbana jacket that he wore when he was doing press for <gasps> it's a different what was color. It? It's a different color. Is it a different? It's not the yeah. same one. This one's brown and the other one is black. Dang it. Oh, uh, I wanted a you or you, you can, can still share the so share the picture anyway. Oh um, I'll do it. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. Oh no. We both did it at the same time. Um, anyways, this picture is important for science. Yeah. Um, I see the science. Yeah, so science. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He posted this on Instagram story. This is not like we just searched the internet for it. He gave it to us. Um, welcome. In <laughs> 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 I don't know. I don't know. This man who doesn't have pants on. Please. Listen, that's the only good thing about quarantine is all these men have been like, LOL, I'm gonna post pictures of myself in my underwear. And you're like, all right. Thank you. I'm here. Why are you doing Thanks. this? But thank you. Like, I appreciate yeah. Like, I appreciate you uh, doing this. Like, I, right now I'm in Old Navy pajama pants because I was like, I don't really yeah. need to look like a person from Europe. Mm -mm. Um, but yeah, so, you know, we are on a journey in the news. <laughs> Yeah, Definitely and there the news. isn't even that much news this week. Like, it just seems... It was a quiet week, as it has he, been for a while, but... I think he got the top actor. He was voted on Rotten Tomatoes, I want to say. That was probably Mimi. And then something with IMDb, I believe. I think something like the same. Oh, I'm so stupid, because now we're recording this today. He also just got nominated for a bunch of MTV. Yeah, awards. MTV. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, because the whole, that whole cat... I'm dumb. I'm, I'm not... I'm not... I can't <laughs> I can't watch. There's like two, the two categories that he is in are like just me and my interests. Cause it's like <laughs> best mm -hmm. hero, him, Anthony Mackie, Gal Gadot, uh, like everyone I give a shit about. <laughs> and then <laughs> the other one is like best duo. And it's like Din and Grogu, Barb and Storm. <laughs> like, yeah, how is that like even fair? fair. How is that <laughs> fair? Oh, I will say though, I'm very happy that the MTV awards are extremely recognizable for me this year. Like, at least it's all media that like I'm aware of. I feel really caught up. 
I feel like I'm caught up to speed this pandemic with like the youngers. So really the excited. Yeah, like yeah. Like the real, like I'm old and I'm like disconnected from the, the Pascal fandom, Pascal, Pascal twit or whatever. Twit. And twit. Rachel's like, I'm, I'm out of frame. So I'm, yeah. So, you know, I feel really connected now to like the world around me because I know whatever like, like media interest is. Yeah. At the MTV Awards. I'm like, all right, I'm back. <laughs> it's been a while, but I'm back, MTV. I'm ready. Except Emily and Paris got nominated for things. I'm like, wait, hold on. I'm so mad. Why? I'm so mad. Like, I, she, okay. Is this because she has a big social media following which is the whole premise she doesn't oh my god she doesn't it's awful she doesn't oh no i started the to way she grows it. it is like ridiculous also every single social media campaign that she uses in that show has already been used in real life including that mattress campaign where she was like oh we're gonna get celebrities to take photos on our mattresses like that was used four years before this show was written so uh how about anyway gross jokes and they're like oh yes the prime minister's wife loved this very offensive thing you wrote and i'm like oh, i have questions no. No. yeah is France okay in this show because they're not though they're mad about is it it's okay are they all right well the prime minister's so wife wasn't mad about it she was like i yes i agree and you're like oh, okay no. i got questions <laughs> oh, hello to our french listeners Hi, <laughs> so, you listen you all probably hate emily and perry emily and perry listen then, then that's not how you spell her name they don't. That made me so mad. I took French for eight it. years. I took French for eight years, and they were like, "Oh, it's like Perry. It's supposed to rhyme." I was like, "Then spell Amelie, right? Because that's not how you spell it. That's Emily. It's a different <laughs> name." Oh, I hate yeah. that. As someone who runs it. social media, and like I know Katrina does as well, like it just is an infuriating show because you're like, "That's not how that works." That's not how it works. Yeah, exactly. Like, every time, like that's not how it works at all. This is not what this job is like. So. You listeners, go vote for literally anything else. Anything you else. Please don't vote for Emily in Paris. You're my, you're my <laughs> You are so mad. Oh, I hate that joke. It's like, there are so, when I hate something, it takes a lot for me to, like, hate something. <laughs> but when I do. I'm going to tell you about out. it. Yeah, you'll hear how much. Like, Joss Whedon's Justice League. Oh, God. Mm. Don't get me started. Anyways. Oh my gosh. We're here today. <laughs> and that was the news. And that was the news. Um, we're here today to talk about a movie that is the, a sequel. And I have been, I'm the only one who's seen the first one. Um, to the Denzel Washington classic, The Equalizer, which is now a show starring Queen Latifah. Um, Petro, your role be in season two. But... Uh, <laughs> Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> he can be in season two. I mean, he's busy, but he can do it. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> The Equalizer 2. Ashley, you picked this movie, which, granted, she had originally picked Prospect, and I blinked. So, <laughs> Aww. he asked me okay. when I started this, can I be, can I do Prospect? And I said, yeah. And then I just never. And went. then you text me, and you're just like, oh, here's our new episode. I'm just like, 
I oh, okay. asked, and I was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> you pick whatever you want to talk about. Um, but oh. you pick the equalizer too. Mm-hmm. Why? His acting, I think the movie's fine and people think it's fine, but I think it's so different than what he's done before. I think you just, you don't see his normal personality in this role at all. Mm-hmm. And I like, I could feel like just his dead eyes just get me. <laughs> like he does that so well. And you know, he's not like that as a person. Mm-hmm. Like any, you know, when anything about him, you know, he's like, he likes to smile and he's goofy and he's funny. But he is just so serious, and he's just, I don't know, it's just the acting. I, the movie's fine, I guess, but. He's just like, I, okay, this is the thing with nice people is that they just play really good villains. Like, they do. That's just how it goes. Well, listen, but I would say, like, his Mag the Lord, while villainous, I was like, I was kind of like, all right, whatever you're going to do, I'll watch it. Where this one, I was like. This man is gonna murder a bunch of people, and no one <laughs> like, will know. No yeah, one's no one will know. know. It's like I feel like one. I was like, "Oh, this guy is." Uh, I mean, okay, sir, I'll be your wife, but you're gonna murder some people. Um, <laughs> That's his business. I'm gonna have to deal with that. <laughs> this is like a slightly separate com- com- uh, conversation, but I feel like this like era where like we all agree with the villains has started in the 2020s. Yes. Like I just every villain is Poorly. just like. I want people to be liberated and I want them to have housing. And yeah, exactly. It's like, Carly I want you to be okay. Yeah. Like so, most of the time I can sympathize with a villain. Mm-hmm. Like these days, yeah. you don't make villains like they used to, you know, in the 2018. <laughs> I also think because in, the, in, especially in Marvel, those, the villains are actually the white dudes in that story. And then like, yeah. of course the white guys on Twitter are like, Hayward and John Walker haven't done anything wrong. I'm like, this is my villain origin story. I'm gonna become Dave York and just go to town because you guys <laughs> I'm not gonna stop you. <laughs> like you guys are sitting there like the John Walker yeah. killed a man, but that's okay. Sorry for <laughs> talking to the winners like, it's, it's yeah, it's ridiculous. But I mean I, I really I love it when when Pedro plays a villain. Like he just he he knows how to do it well. We love it. Yeah. Yeah, and the equalizer too. Okay, I liked the second one better than I liked the first one. Oh, good. The first one, okay. David, David Harbor making some choices. Is he the villain? Um, kind of. The villain is Russia, as okay. far as I can tell. Like, as a like, whole, no, he's like, <laughs> he's like a Russian, not like a mob. He's just like a Russian man yeah. who. So okay, so Chloe Grace Mortz. Um, is like a young girl who is like roped into this lifestyle of like going with these men and but Denzel Washington sees her at this diner he works from and so one time she d- doesn't come in or she comes in and doesn't want to go I can't remember what it was but she ends up getting like really beat up and so he's like I'll gotta save her and so then he goes and he offers all the Russians he's like you guys here is $9,800 for her and the guy's like, you Americans think uh, you can just give me money and then I'm not gonna, and then you own whatever you want. And he's like, I'm telling you, take this money for the girl. And then he just murders everyone because they, they keep making fun of him for asking. And he's like, I'm killing all these dudes for <laughs> oh Chloe God. Grace Moritz. And so then <laughs> the Russian guy comes and he's like real mad about it. And he's like, you know, who is this guy who killed all my people? And so then and they think it's like multiple people and it's just Enzel. And so then like throughout the whole movie, it's like them, and he just keeps murdering all these people. But then, what? How it really gets, oh, is 
he goes to David Harbour and all this stuff, and then they find out that, like, because he works at, like, a Lowe's, essentially, um, mm-hmm. and the Russian guy, like, captures the Lowe's. <laughs> And like is like all of his all of his coworkers are like stuck in the lows, and so Denzel comes and just like fucks up their shit, and wow. it's like okay, I have to yeah. watch it now. Oh my yeah. god, yeah! Denzel fucks up their <laughs> shit so in the lows and uses like a nail gun to take the guy. It's oh great. I love the English no. movies now, but um, yeah. So that's the first one, and it's definitely different in like tone, like. The ending is like, oh, he. It, the ending almost feels like a Punisher vibe. Because mm. he's like standing in the rain and it's like real dark. Dramatics. Yeah. And then this one is like, I'm helping this kid paint a wall. And so like, I'm like, oh. That's true. <laughs> Just switched vibes. So it's like a little less wholesome, this, the first one. Okay. Yeah. But so like, but it establishes that he's friends with that lady and Bill Pullman is also in it for like 10 minutes. Yes. They got Bill Pullman to really show up for 10 minutes of these movies. And then he was like, I'm out. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah. Does he, does it explain why he like died or how he died or just had to disappear? No, that's what I want to be. Like that's not, no, he just leaves. Unless I completely, completely missed it which is very possible like i don't think they ever explain that part that he's like dead to his friends Mm -hmm. i'm like pretty sure it's just like oh no i'm just not in the business and she's like you should go back and he's like no like that's (laughs) what i like understood of it but there was an explosion or something he listen i don't even or something i don't remember any of that so if that is in there i also watched it like it was late for Half you. Half it? It, it, Yeah, I was like, I was watching them both late. So it's like, if I well, miss something, that's possible. But I don't... My, my <laughs> assumption, though, especially with the way... We're, like, jumping to, you know, the scene where they're on the bench and stuff. Uh, like, the way he speaks about it, it sounds like... Um, oh, what is that? Exposition. Yeah. It sounds like exposition. So I didn't expect, like, that history to be in the first movie. Like no, maybe the first the movie mention of him being dead to people. Yeah, like the fact that they just brought that up into this he movie and that dead this, to everyone. Why? And that this lady is the only one who knew he was alive, and that he just didn't tell his partner of multiple years. Yeah, like we should. Okay, hold on. <laughs> there are a lot of lines in this movie that are like really hard. Like very big, obvious light up exposition lines where like she says like, "Well, I'm the only friend you've got," and I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah." So like, uh, do either of you want to explain this movie, or do you want me to do my quick rundown of the plot of the Equalizer? You've got it. Yeah, please like, do. This is my new thing on this podcast. Is like, here's my weird ass quick plot <laughs> synopsis. So okay, so the Equalizer two is like he's. Back in his home in Boston. Uh, Boston. I thought, okay, so at first, I thought that there was, like, a hate crime happening in his neighborhood. And I was like, oh, no, what happened? Because someone destroyed this garden. No, someone just destroyed the garden and wrote on the wall. Like, it was never established. Nothing else happened from it. And I was like, okay, that's that's strange. So they, like, someone spray-painted their wall. And Denzel, being the nice neighbor he is, decided he's going to fix the outdoor of his building. And so then his neighbor comes by and is like, hey, you know, like, it's a young kid. Um, and he's like, you know, you don't have to do that. You can call the building. He's like, no one's going to do it. I will. So then Denzel being like this kid's father figure essentially is like, 
I'll pay you. You're, you you want to be a painter? I'll pay you to fix this. So then the whole movie, the subplot of this movie is this like 18, 16, 18 year old kid mm-hmm. painting the wall outside their building and Denzel's paying him and like trying to keep him from going into like drugs and stuff. What I and did then, read though, and I'll just stop you really quick. What I did read with that part of the movie, and maybe I read it wrong, was that like that kid was supposed to be part of the group that vandalized the garden. And then he was oh. coming back. Yeah. Cause he, I mean, maybe I like didn't, That's what maybe I, I was over reading it, but it was more, it was, it was, cause it, it was like out. Denzel was like, yeah, he was, that's why he like negotiated down and did all of that. Because it was I like, well, I'm going to give you another chance. Yeah, yeah, it's never like said between them at all. It's just like, he just knows. And he's like, okay, well, I'm going to give you a chance to fix this without anybody saying anything about it, you know? So the kid so does. That's, for oh, money, yeah. though. <laughs> so he destroyed it and then gets paid to fix it. Yeah. Um, and so that's the whole subplot is like basically Tenzel being this kid's father figure. Um, and trying to keep him out of drugs and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And so then the big plot is that, like, the lady friend, I'm so sorry to her name. I don't remember it. I feel like it starts with an S. Susan. Susan? Oh, Susan, yeah. Okay, so I wasn't far. I almost called her Sue, so not far. Susan, um, it was, like, his friend. Her, she comes to town, and they have dinner. And then, like, her husband, Bill Pullman. Did not learn his name and won't. It's Bill Bowman. Bill Bowman um, has a new book coming out. And so, like, they're like, oh, we're going to go read this book. And so then there is a, another subplot of this man who survived the Holocaust and he has been separated from his sister for a really long time. And he assumed his sister died. And so they're trying to, he's like, no, like, this painting is really important because it's like, this was my sister. Like my uncle, or I forget who he said commissioned it, but he was like, he commissioned this painting. It was my sister. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then Denzel is trying to help him because he was, Denzel's also an Uber driver in this movie. Um, <laughs> instead of working at the Lowe's, he's an Uber driver. <laughs> he's, um, yeah, he's, so, <laughs> so he is trying to help this guy um, find his sister. And so Susan is like, I'll help you. But like, they killed somebody in Bucharest. Where, where were they? Where'd they go? Belgium. Oh, what, oh. oh, Brussels. 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 Yeah. Um, <laughs> and they killed all these people in a foreign country. Like, we had to go f- check it out. Um, when I get back, I'll help you. Or she like starts putting everything in motion. It's like, but mm-hmm. you won't hear from yes. me until I get back. Um, and so then they go <laughs> to Brussels. At this point, Pedro Pascal already showed up via Zoom. They knew something we didn't. It looks so good. Yeah, but they knew something we didn't. It's like they were like they predicted 2020 that we're gonna have to see everybody on the camera. <laughs> um, so then they go to Brussels. Susan's in an elevator. Um, goes upstairs, ends up getting killed. Um, after they check out the murder scene, and uh, Dave York was going to get some chocolate, so he wasn't there. Um, and so then it cuts to. Then the normal time, Denzel finds out Susan's dead. Everyone's sad about it. Um, okay, Susan, rest in peace. Rest in peace. Um, so Rip. Susan's dead. Denzel's <laughs> upset about it. And so then Denzel decides that his silence that he has, like, given to his entire team from whenever he was, a, I guess, in the Army. I don't know where they like were. Like special ops or something. Yeah, yeah it was, like, FBI he, kind of stuff. 
he was he was presumed dead to all of them in an explosion uh, in an explosion, that explosion. Saw, clearly <laughs> fine though so he's like i gotta get answers so he goes to see good old dave york uh, uh which i'm yeah. sorry if i thought my friend was dead and they let me believe they're dead this is not the reunion we would have no yeah i was very surprised at like I've, and again, I feel like a lot of the scene is sacrificed for the exposition of telling like the whole story of their partnership. And I do mean the whole story. Um, so yeah, I, it's all in this scene. It's all in this scene. Like, it's like, so, oh my God, you've been my partner. It's been like 10 years as you died in the explosion. And I was like, this is a lot of information for me to be taking in. Hello. Whoops. Why sorry. I hit my face bar. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, listeners. I hit my space bar and cancel. Uh, yeah, listeners, his, his indoor characters <laughs> pop right back up. It's, um, yeah, it's just popping out. So, yeah, they have this conversation. He's like, I thought you were dead, man. And they're like, throwing out. It's real cute, I guess. I'm, again, <laughs> if my friend did that to me, I'd be like, no, we got some shit to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Denzel goes back along his life for a hot minute he's like going and helping this kid and like at one point the kid um he like finds this kid like about to start dealing drugs and he like just fucks up like he like aggressive he like goes into the room and is basically like i'm going to fuck up all of these people and get this kid out of here they don't just let him leave and they're like take him bye and yeah (laughs) walk out and and they're like um I'm like skipping over a bunch, but like 90% of it doesn't. <laughs> like you can watch this movie. It's yeah. a good action thriller, but like it's an action movie. Pedro Pascal. It's an action movie. So like 90% of it, you're like, I don't know what's going on. They're fighting. There's a cool <laughs> ass gun shootout. Um, so then like as the movie goes on, Denzel Washington, whose name is Mac, <laughs> I can call him by his name. Mac starts to realize like the connections back to uh his old partner dave york aka pedro pascal mm-hmm. um uh and then like so he goes oh he almost gets killed oh i forgot about that so <laughs> mac almost gets killed in a uber so he's back to uber driving he's driving mm-hmm. um and this guy is like i'm on the way to the airport again there goes that accent <laughs> So then he's like, I'm going to the airport. airport." But he's not. Like, (laughs) Denzel Washington's like, Oh, you must not go to Logan that often because I've missed the exit like four times. And the guy's like, Boom, and does action stuff to kill him. But but he's Denzel Washington. You can't kill Denzel. Stupid. No. So then he's like, I gotta go find Dave York. And so Denzel goes to find Dave York. I don't know why I'm saying Dave York like Bobby Newport, but it's happening. (laughs) um so he goes to dave york's like fucking whole ass house with like two kids (laughs) and he's like my name is mac and his wife's like honey your friend was at the back door (laughs) oh my god hold on i and i i saw this over in the show notes like both of you notices his wife is like intolerable and i don't say this about female characters freely but she just seems okay. She seems like Agatha when Agatha was acting like she was brainwashed. It's such you know, 
She must have a camera at some point. Your friend like, was at the back straight. door. Honey. No. And then like, but also, what is she doing? And then she comes out and goes, oh, we have to hurry up. And then, well, I mean, we'll get to it. But I, I skip it ahead and then we'll go back. I have a question <laughs> about when she's getting the kids in the car. And then like the little one runs into the street. Yes. And she goes, you can take that one. And this one just picks up this small child. I was like, they've known each other for five seconds. Yeah. And Pedro Pascal, who just basically started a most dangerous game situation with this man, was just like, that's fine. Pick up my child. Yeah. Like, I have a so anyways, hold on. We gotta go back. So so Mac is like, knock, knock, knock. It's me, Mac. And the lady just is like, Oh, your old sure. army buddies here. Ma'am, you should be dead if that is how you open doors where you're just like, oh, this stranger said that I know your husband. That's when you mm -hmm. call your husband and you go, yo, do you know him? Before you let him into your house. Exactly. Whatever. I do not. I have no idea how these people live because. In defense of her, though, if Denzel Washington knocked on my door, I'd probably be like, come on in, sir. What do you wait? I trust you. Face. He has kind eyes. He has well, that the was eyes my you can trust. The first you know? movie was like, I trust Denzel. Like, <laughs> I, I, where do you I want me to him. go? Like, let's go, Denzel. What do you want me to do? If um, I'm in like, a situation and he shows yeah. up, I know I'll, I'm fine. I'm no, okay. but like, I trust you. Um, mm. But yeah, so she <laughs> lets him in his, their house. At first, I had thought, like, because it kind of alluded to, like, some guy coming for well because he almost died i was like oh no someone's coming for dave york's family no it was just mac and their their mm -hmm. doorbell doesn't work which no. i was like what why is that a plot point is that just to make me think someone was at this point you could have just given up the gambit and also if a man's coming to kill that whole family you can just ring the doorbell it'd be okay yeah yeah um, I just learned like that. I feel like that was a scene that signified to me that like this wasn't much of a um film as much as it is a movie, you know? It's like like she walks in and she's basically like, Hey, your old army butt is here. Those are our children, Dickie and Jade. This is the cupboard <laughs> where I keep the ceramics. If you need forks, they're over there. What other information can I give you about you the want our knife ball? Here it is. <laughs> like, here are some photos. The of our combination is five, five, two, four. So you're like, what the fuck? But like, <laughs> like she only I served to like give information. That was the only reason that woman was alive. Like, much, but much to the credit of Pedro Vasco, I was like. I love that scene before before his wife just like lets a stranger into their house because <laughs> he is like very good like dad oh, like he's like when so he's opening good. the Tupperware and he's like yeah yeah eat the grapes I'm like mm -hmm. is that listen I have so many small children in my family I was like no 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 eat the grapes <laughs> so I was like I respect that that's how you deal with small children you're just like okay have fun <laughs> um, but like. It was a very nice little domestic scene. It's just like try the balance of this movie is just kind of everywhere. Where I'm like, if you wanted me to believe that he wasn't like sus, like if not to talk like if this is among us, um, I wouldn't be sus of him if like in the elevator he was like, okay, let me go get the like I was like something's up with you, yeah, right out the gate, <laughs> whatever. Anyways, let me finish mm -hmm. the synopsis and get into shit. 
Um, so then he's like crying about money and he's like, the army just left us, which is like a very real problem in our country. And so like then this movie turns him into the bad guy in some way. I'm like, uh, okay, again, we got, we got to talk about how we view villains. Right. Um, yeah, we, we need to have them have like real problems that we disagree with. Uh, yeah, like if it was me and I had like trauma and things like that, like I would automatically perceive it that way. Like, yeah, the government leaves yeah. people behind all the time. Well, okay, the bad thing they did was just decide who gets to live and die because they know yeah. too much. That was the mm -hmm. bad part. But like the reasoning why he did it, like not wrong. It's just mm -hmm. wrong that you murdered people because they knew too much. But <laughs> that's the bad thing, Dave. And your little posse of friends, like the three other white dudes were like, hello, we're here. Um <laughs> we just they just came later. out of nowhere. Wait, yeah, wait, hold on. That's okay. So anyway, yeah, Huey, Dewey, Dewey and Louie here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a heartfelt little combo between them. Denzel's basically like, Great, like you're still in the wrong. You murdered people. And he's mm -hmm. like It's not that he murdered people, it's that he, he murdered, murdered my friend. Yeah, you murdered my friend. Yeah, but basically, you know what? I respect it though. Mac was like, I don't care what happens, but you murdered my friend, so now I have to murder you. Yeah, okay, mm -hmm. he's he's ruling by an eye for an eye. Okay, Hammurabi, go off. <laughs> so then they go outside. Meanwhile, Dave York's entire family is still there. They go outside, and here rolls up this posse of dudes. How they knew to come no, check out? No, they were watching the house at the beginning. He takes out the mm -hmm. trash before he shows up, and they're all just watching him. Like, they know okay, something's going to happen. Okay, that's even weirder. That's even weirder. That they're just like, oh, we have a sense about this. <laughs> about this. But, uh, whatever. And it's weird. They're all, they all get out of the car, and they're like, hey, Mac. Like, everyone's just like, what up, dude? Sorry, we thought you were dead, but now we're assassins. And so then, like... <laughs> In comes, I let a stranger to my home. Honey, we have to leave. <laughs> and so then she corralled their little, like, litter of children into the car. And so then, again, the little one just runs into traffic and no one stops her. And uh, the, so the scene is them being like, okay, you know most dangerous game where you hunt each other? That's what we're doing. See you on the flip side. Bye. And then he goes on the run and Dave York's wife and children take him to the airport because where mm. are they did they say, say mm -hmm. where they are I, I don't know that's a point from point a to point b but they were on like some kind of base like some part of the airport that was like unused and abandoned or something I don't what know I don't know. Oh, no, because they were going through backyards and stuff. I don't know. Who oh, you're talking about from. in their fight? No, they were going to a, a His where beach house. used to leave, oh, live. Right. right, right, right. But there was a hurricane. Mm -hmm. In the eye of a hurricane. And they just shot like, somebody. <laughs> yeah, they were like, I was like, there's a hurricane. But that's after they, so they go, um, I don't know uh, who, they Is go, Mac with Bill Pullman? I forget who he's he with. He goes in and that saves scene. him. Yeah, he saves Bill Pullman. I was like, he's with somebody yeah. in that scene. Yeah. He goes and saves Bill Pullman so they don't kill Bill Pullman. Then he's like, I'm not going to my house. That's stupid. Well, mm -hmm. the kid that he's giving money to is painting in his house. And so he's like, get out of my house. And then, well, too late. There's Dave York and his posse. So then they're like, oh, no. And so they, he like has this makeshift panic room. Like he's Kristen Stewart and... 
Jodie Foster. And so he goes into this panic room where he can see through like a two-way glass. And he's hiding from all these guys. And this kid, in the dumbest move I've ever seen in a movie, like Denzel Washington is telling him like, just stay in the fucking room. He's like, I, I'm, I get very claustrophobic. I'm like, oh, cool, dude. Do you want to live? Just shut up and sit there. Um, and yeah. So then, and so then, so then he waits 0.5 seconds for the people to leave. And he's like, oh, mm-hmm. uh, they left. And Goodbye. just logs out and they tap for him. I'm like, <laughs> sir. <sighs> so then Dave York is like, mm, I got your friend. Um, later, actually. I don't think he knows that he has that kid until like, which, I'm sorry, Denzel, you didn't call the kid back to check on him? Mm-mm. But, so the whole thing, he's like, okay. They had had a conversation when they were by the water that was like, oh, I'm going in the, um, I should go home to my lake house. Uh, my wife used to have a bakery. And so then uh, there's a fucking hurricane, and this whole group decides that's where the most dangerous game is happening during a hurricane. Um, and so Denzel legitimately takes out like five dudes. Um, Dave York is like sniper on the roof, mm-hmm. and so he's like, "I'm gonna get up there and kill him," which he does. And listen, leave. Pedro Pascal's eyes the fuck alone. I am yeah. tired. Yeah. I don't like the, eye things, and I'm tired. Uh, as the kids would say, my bestie is in his death era in this movie. Um, you know, this was this was Game of Thrones era. This was I'm going to be thrown into a meat grinder for fun era. Like, this see, is I would rather see that. He wanted to get killed a lot. Yeah, but literally, Denzel just is about to lose and then he just takes his thumb and shoves his thumb in his eye and then obviously dave york's like and uh ends up falling to his death um and then denzel goes and like lives a nice life and they the the mural's fine um and then (laughs) so let's chat about this movie this, uh, I think, is interesting about this movie. It's the only sequel Denzel Washington has ever done in his entire career. Yeah. That checks out. He really likes when you're the Denzel, first sequelizer. You, it's good. And listen, when you're Denzel, you don't got to do sequels. Yeah. You don't have to do it. He just he chose, what was it? I, I had like the actual number down. Hold on. Uh, after over 55 film and television credits, this is his first sequel. So, yeah. he, You know what? If you're Denzel Washington, you can be picky choosy. And this movie pulled, uh, pulled $190.4 million at the box office total. Um, so, yeah. It did okay. <laughs> it did okay for an action movie. I mean, really good. I do like Ashley's note of takes too long to introduce Pedro. Why? <sighs> That's like 40 yeah. minutes. Yeah, we're looking at like second act introductions. That's takes like, way too long. I don't understand. There's so much unnecessary. Oh, yeah, I forgot about the... I, I ended up crying because then like the subplot of the man who survived the Holocaust. Oh, they yeah. Yes. Sister. I, okay, yes. I don't understand. Part of that because it's like I thought he was going to get money for this portrait, but then they're like, "Surprise! It's your sister." And we found your real sister, even better than the portrait. But then it's like, but is he ever going to get that portrait that they own of her? 
Susan, he asked Susan to look for information about him. Mm-hmm. That's how he they oh. met. So they don't know of it. Okay, okay, okay. So they mm-hmm. don't know about the portrait at all. They're no. just like, here's your sister. Listen, yeah. it's fine. He's, and he's got his sister, Magda. I remember her it name. Was so Magda. It was yeah. very cute. But yeah, I forgot about that. The, the other subplot gets resolved and it's very sad. That's why it's criticized because it has too many subplots. Mm-hmm. It, it does. There's like, if you would have started like, this movie with Susan dying. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is that like that whole, the whole subplot with the siblings, I completely forgot about it until that scene at the end. And I was like, oh my God, it's, it's, what's his name? The old man. And then Magda came in. And then of course I started crying buckets of tears because I cried at the drop of a hat. Um, but yeah, it was no, it was weird. Like this movie tried to do too much, and I feel like every single time I can't. Because was Susan in the first Equalizer? Yeah. So okay. Susan and him were friends, but it, it didn't seem like Bill Pullman liked him that much. And then, but then they were fine. Yeah, they're um, fine now. Well, like the, yeah, that's the thing is that like every character that wasn't Denzel that had like a speaking role was there to like provide exposition. Like I just something hits me about like. You know, when we, when we meet Susan again, she's like, you know, I'm your only friend left or like, I'm the only one who knows you're alive. And then Pedro Pascal, like outright says stuff like, yeah, we were army buddies 10 years ago. And yeah, so it's, you know, but it's also an action movie. So what am I doing asking for more than really amazing action from it, which it completely delivers on? Yeah. Um, Ashley, is there anything about this movie that you would like to talk about? Um, I don't know. I think the conversation about like why Dave does what he does, I think that was a topic of discussion in like my Discord group about how mm. he was in the right and how the army does. I think that's a good conversation is the army in that situation. I had like a screenshot of something that someone talked about. Um it's a lot, but we have a lot of feelings about this movie and Dave's character as a whole. I don't know. It's like, but like, and it's the same thing we were earlier. It's like, yeah, he's partially not wrong. It's just, it's it's the problem that we have where we have, this is supposed to be the bad guy. You're supposed to not root for this guy. Mm-hmm. So what we're going to do is he's going to make good points. He's going to murder somebody. <laughs> and so then, yeah. so then you can't like him. Mm-hmm. It's like, but how he's right otherwise? Like, other than the fact that he said, oh, she had to die, she knew too much. Like, they're not wrong. Like, he's like, they left us without anything. They left us with just these skills. So we, like, mm-hmm. use them for our advantage. Which yeah. is like, yeah, granted, you shouldn't murder people. But, like, he's yeah. like, they, we were left high and dry. Which is a yeah. very real thing. Like, okay, perfect example is, like, Denzel Washington's working in a Lowe's. And then he's working as an Uber driver. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. He's not wrong. They- but he's like, care of. yeah, it's like he's not wrong. But like, it, yeah, these movies are like, but this is the bad guy. So, <laughs> so you have to dislike them. No. He murdered. Yeah. Okay, thank you. <laughs> you couldn't have a nuanced conversation where they like come to an agreement up in the tower, minus not the murder. No, no, but no. <sighs> one day. Um, okay. Maybe, but yeah. Hi, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> well, when, overall, I... yeah, sure. Uh, when I think in Pedro, when he did the like iconic roles interview on GQ, they talked about the equalizer and he mentioned to the people who were filming about getting his eyes gouged out. And he's like, you know, I, you know, this is referencing, right? And they're just like, no, what? And he goes, never mind. (laughs) Do you know? No. All right. We're going to do it then. It's just, can why, why, why touch the eye? Like, you could, you're, why? I don't touch eyes. I'm tired of the eyes. You know, the more you bring this up, the higher the chances are that it's going to happen again. Great. No. <laughs> more gouging eyes. Can't. I'm just tired of him dying and stuff. I think out of everything get- he's done, it's like a good, like a good, like 20, 30% of what he's done, which is crazy to me. We should start keeping a counter on our episodes of which episodes Pedro died on. Did or like or uh, movies? Yeah, maybe it'll maybe it'll use my gun noise I just accidentally did. Wait, wait, good. Did. <laughs> um, I need that as a sound bite. Someone help. Yeah, well, we've been asking them to help with our fucking song. Oh <laughs> um, Look, I'm waiting yeah. for the day that a lone sound editor will be like listening to our show, and then they'll go, oh, "This is it." This I is mean, my calling. I'm gonna help them. Oh, look at him! Is that he's like cute assassin? I know. He's like, he's hello, so I am cute assassin. Here I am, just Adorable. doing my job. There's my butt. Yeah. <laughs> just, oh, that's such a good one. America, murder dad. Oh, no, that's Katrina's murder uh, dad. Um, yeah. So that's. <laughs> Two. That, yeah. Oh no, I I put this one in here specifically for when we were talking about what kind of how good he is at playing a villain, and I was yes. like, this is definitely like look at this villainous face. Mm-hmm. That's also like, 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 his wife and children. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's how he looks <laughs> at his family. <laughs> Looking at his wife and children. Um, Love it. All right. But yes, that's the equalizer. So uh, now. We go to my favorite part of the week, which now I gotta sing. Hold, please. Jizz. Stash, 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 stash. The stash on everybody's lips are gonna be Pedro's. Anyways, anyways, so because there was no mustache. No, I have just. No I said we should have two choices, which is just a good old stash and then one from the movie, and you could pick or choose. I picked two, so I picked one from the movie <laughs> and then one a look from the movie where he looked good, and then like a stash. But um, Ashley, do you which one of your pictures <laughs> was your <laughs> choice? It was one where he's on the phone. Oh, this one? Yeah. Oh, okay. so handsome. So Ashley's pick for the listeners is, which is the murder daddy had moved on, yes. is where he's wearing his little suit. And oh my God, for one of the first times in my life, Pedro Pascal has a shirt completely buttoned up with no <laughs> open buttons. That and the BAFTAs are the only two times I've ever seen it. Um, with a Walmart flag pin, and he's like, hello, I have an iPhone. Um <laughs> That's her choice. Katrina, 
Uh, my choice was his uh, running outfit uh, where he decided to run in like layers and like jeans. And he was just out for a run in this particular uh, look. And I just thought it was, you know, they're in Boston, right? So maybe it's a little Well, we don't later. know where he is. Denzel. Oh, we don't know Boston. where he is. We don't know where he is. Oh, well then wherever he is, it just looks a little too hot to be running. Like somebody over in the back there is in like shorts and a t-shirt. <laughs> but this guy's got like a shirt and an overshirt and he's like running in jeans and stuff. Like, like okay, there's sweatpants, sorry. Um, but they're still heavy. So I don't know. There's just there's a lot going on here. And uh, I picked it because I respect uh, his commitment to the craft. Yeah, I mean, beautiful. You know, he said committed. All right, so for my, for my scene for this, oh, I also I brought this up just because that whole scene he just looks very cute. Um, yeah, so adorable. But so my choice, true to my fashion and me, is when he is being a dad <laughs> in his kitchen with his kids, and he's telling the kid like, "Hey, eat your grape. There you go. Stop complaining about it." And then this one, he's like, oh, you got homework? Hi, I'm going to give you a good oh. forehead. I'll help you with your homework. No hamster. Um, oh, the hamster? I was yeah. Like, I was like, homework. Um, but yeah, because that's true to me and my thing, which is like, I love a good dad. Um, <laughs> and then because I have finished Community, finally, um, I watched the table read. <laughs> and so I just put this Yes. Oh, because we love I love it. Um, I have also come to the decision that I don't mind him saying panties as much in that as as much as I minded Walton Goggins saying it um, <laughs> when I watched that show because I was like no <laughs> the entire time this his I just went Neh. so it wasn't as bad as <laughs> Goggins no. said it no um, but yeah Goggins Goggins uh, yeah so those are the <laughs> So how are we rating? How are we rating Equalizer two? You know, Sorry, I'm making up a lifelong rivalry with Walter Goggins in my head now. Goggins. Goggins. Um, but yeah. So what are we rating the Equalizer? I mine's ten. Mine's always ten, unless I have like cheating. visceral. No, it's just I like I like all movies should get ten unless you do something wrong. No. Like New Mutants, when I watch it, got zero because of the racism. But this gets 10 out of 10 shirts. Those are supposed to be Fleetwood Mac shirts, and we have just never we done like, no. Do you want me to Photoshop you one? Yes, please Photoshop us Fleetwood okay. Mac shirts to rate with. I will. Yeah, uh, mine will uh, actually be eight, just because, like, this movie kind of, I zoned out, like, many times. Um, but for the times that I was watching, I had a great, wonderful time. So, you know, just... Fun all around for the whole family. The whole family. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna make my kids eventually watch the Equalizer too. I don't know, but when I have them, gonna watch. Yeah, them. yeah. That's that's the only plan I have for my children in the future. Is I am gonna sit them down and watch the Equalizer. My baby niece watches Narcos with me. She'll have to watch this at some point. Oh my god, she doesn't understand. She's seven months old. She has no idea. <laughs> She's gonna watch it and be like, oh wow, this is an interesting look at history. No, it's fine. Let's make I'll her watch this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
You say that now, but when the F word is her first like curse oh, word, she's under- already doomed in that front. With my oh, good for her. Good for her. I'm glad. Ashley. Uh, so I, when I was watching his filmography, I rated everything on IMDb. So I had to go back and look at it, and it was an eight. I thought that because you wrote according to IMDb. It's like thought you just like took IMDb. No, <laughs> those are my ratings. <laughs> you were like IMDb said this, and I trust them. No, because I think they get everyone gave it a low score. I mean, it's an action. People want too much out of movies. Um, <laughs> it's an action movie. It's fine. It's an action movie. Uh, IMDb gives it six point seven. Incorrect. Wow. Harsh. Incorrect. Super harsh. A movie where they have a fight scene in a hurricane. What else do you want? In flower. <laughs> They're in a bakery during a hurricane. What else mm-hmm. do you want? Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyways. Cheer up. Cheer up. Yes. Uh, oh, Cheer up. All, of, all of Shakespeare left my head. is the sun and I was trying to think of that quote and it went woo out my head. (laughs) Oh you know what? Happy this week is the anniversary of when I saw him in King Lear. Oh because my nerdy ass went on Shakespeare's birthday. That's so cute though. I said, I'm going to go see Shakespeare on Shakespeare's birthday. <laughs> and I, said, I think I said that in the theater, and the one lady was like, okay. Are you okay? <laughs> I'm sorry, it's Shakespeare, ma'am. Look, you just need to live in the moment, okay? Don't let anybody ruin your shine. If you want to proclaim what you're doing while you do it, then by God, Rachel, like, proclaim. We will laugh at gilded butterflies, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> all right (laughs) anyways ashley thank you so much for joining us and telling us to watch the equalizer too um where can the people find you tumblr i don't know (laughs) you said just tumblr i don't you can find ashley anywhere yeah (laughs) on padre pascal uh, yeah. Katrina, where can lovely people find we'll, you? We'll pull Ashley out every once in a while. It'll, yes, it'll be great. Yes. <laughs> Secret weapon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, okay. So the. <laughs> um, uh, oh, man. Rachel, I was just about to give you like free character points or something, and then I forgot what it was. Um, me? So sorry. Yeah. Yeah, it was something creative you did this episode, and I forgot what it is, so I have to watch the replay and, like, give it to you next week. Sorry. Damn. <laughs> I'm very rarely creative, which is sad. I'm a writer. <laughs> I'm a writer. I'm, like, I'm not creative. Anyways. You guys can find me. <laughs> you can find me across the internet, uh, all over the place. If you look for Ocatrina, that's O-H-C-A-T. R-I-N-A. Look for Mass Maker out on um, tomorrow, today, the 20th of April. Um, you know, and, and go have a fun VR adventure with Mass. Yeah! <laughs> um, and you can find me on the Twitters 
at Rachel Leishman. Um, I'm pretty sure everywhere else it's at underscore. It's Rachel underscore Leishman because the internet it's me. Um, and there's one person out there who just took it without the. Uh, anyways, um, and you can follow my work on the Mary Sue today. I yelled about Shang Chi all day long, uh, because I cried a bunch, and he did a cool little jump split, and it ruled. Um, but yeah. Yeah, and and if you're looking I almost for hyped the... up our own podcast on our podcast. It's like, and I'm <laughs> recording Pedro Pascal right now as yeah, we speak. In fact, I, I am going to promote our podcast on our podcast. You can actually check out our rebranded social uh, networks if you look for Padro Pascal anywhere. Um, by the time this episode is up, you should at least have episode five up to audio. And soon we will catch up with that as well. Um, you can listen to us on Spotify, on the Omni Studio Network, on Anchor FM, and almost anywhere that you get podcasts worth listening to. Minus Dale. iTunes. <laughs> Minus I tried iTunes, to subscribe today which, again. And it yeah, they it. just started like some kind of, they locked like the application system or something. So I'm sorry we're not on iTunes, guys. They locked us out. Like they literally locked listen us out. Listen on Spotify, Spotify rules. Um, yeah, sorry, Spotify. I say this on a Mac with an iPhone, but Same. Spotify rules. Um, but yeah, so catch up. Let us know what, next week we're, we know what we're doing and who we're doing it with because we asked you guys what we should do, and we had one single request, and it was for blood suck, blood sucking bastards, mm-hmm. blood yeah. sucking bastards, which we are doing on our next for episode. you guys, for you Put guys, with, do this with my <laughs> one of my best friends in this whole world, Princess Weeks. Um, <laughs> whatever energy that's gonna be, um, but yeah. So like, rate, subscribe. You know what all those YouTubers say. I don't know what they do. I don't like listening to them. Um, <laughs> like, rate, re- subscribe, review. Tell Hit that like button. <laughs> Point down, even though there's nothing down there. Um, and just let us know what you want to see on our podcast. We have really exciting guests coming up. So, And we obviously have exciting guests already on. Guys, yeah, right uh, now, yeah, right now. So right now. listen, and uh, yeah, this is yeah. Like, you know, wait, you know, we didn't do f- on this episode for Ashley, so we just need to let it play for what? old time's sake. Oh, when we yeah. go on a tangent, oh there were God. a lot of tangents this episode, and we just didn't do them. So like, we should just do an honorary. I'm so into, yeah, honorary tangent. I was just so into the conversation, everybody. All right. Well, thank you all so, so, so much for tuning in. We will be back very soon um, to talk more about Pedro Pascal's filmography. Until then, uh, buzz off, everybody. Bye. Bye.